You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standar. From a pay phone, call collect. My fellow Americans, our long national nightmare is over. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network for this Sunday, July 11th of 2021. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, the Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you've had a fantastic couple of weeks, that your July 4th holiday was safe, fun, you stuffed your face with hot dogs and hamburgers and what have you, and enjoyed a, a thrilling fireworks display in your neck of the woods. Uh, good morning, young man. Just as long as you didn't try to stuff 74 hot dogs in your face like... Uh... What's his What's his name? Joey Joey, Ch- Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut, right here in uh, beautiful Coney Island, New York, uh, home of the uh, Good God. I can't think of the name of the roller coaster now. I've been on it. Anyway, yeah, uh, no, seventy four hot dogs. That's we call that Tuesday around here. Coney, you know, and you know what's funny? Uh, Granny Annie and I went to New York several years ago, and we went to Coney Island. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, God, you know, you think that they would know when you go to one of these hot dog stands, they'd know what a Coney Island is. You mean a Coney? A Coney, yeah. Yeah, no, a they Coney don't. Dog. It's got nothing to yeah. do with. It's got nothing to do with that. I've I've soon found that out. I I never heard of a Coney until I moved to Fort Lauderdale. And there's a place there called Skyline Chili. They're big in the Midwest, especially Cincinnati. Cincinnatians love their Skyline Chili. I had never heard of a Coney until I set foot in that place. But, hmm. be that as it may, uh, Independence Day came and went. We all managed to survive it. Uh, some of us had a little bit more time off than others. Some of us uh, were were prepared to work that day. <clears throat> Excuse me. Others uh, decided at the very, very last moment. Just, 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 just stand by there, young man. So uh, the the discussion had occurred a a number of times in the week leading up to the weeks leading up to Independence Day. John, do you really think we should do a show? Oh yeah, we got to. Okay, I'm willing to take the week off, but 
okay, we'll do a show. And then uh, when did I get the phone call? Was it Friday night or Saturday? Saturday night. Was no, it, it was Friday night. Friday night, I get the phone call. Hey, Ed. Uh, it was Thursday. It was Thursday because we left Friday after I got off work. Uh, what's and uh, it gives me the name of you know the so and so song. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, Kansas City. John and the lovely Granny Annie, the lovely and talented Granny Annie, who I'm sure had no hand in this whatsoever, at the last minute decided, well, well, I'm. Uh, we're going to go to Kansas City for the weekend and watch our beloved twins get beat up by the Kansas City Royals. That's Apparently. exactly what happened. That's exactly too. what happened. So that now that left us with a two-hour hole for Independence Day, what was going to be a live show. We managed to plug the hole. You did well. I, I listened. Oh, geez. I must have listened to about three-quarters of that uh and then i turned i tuned i was listening actually listened to radio tfi yeah believe it or not, actually i listened to it uh the most of the way uh most of the way back i left it just ripped off the knob if you will there had they uploaded and was uh listening to all the all the good music that was playing there the most uh eclectic music collection I think I've ever heard in in one spot and we uh, so that was kind of our ride back listening listening to Radio TFI and I, I gotta say I was impressed with that uh, although good lord you want to talk about this show t- and taking out chunks of time for this show um, Alice's I'd Alice's restaurant. Alice's restaurant. That's a great, great. Arlo Good Guthrie. Lord, oh, that's droned. It droned on. It does. And, on and, on and that's and I, and Lord, stop this. And that's the. That's why most radio stations will only play if they play it at all. They only play it like on Thanksgiving. It's eighteen minutes. I was gonna say if if we do nothing else on this station, we know how to kill some time. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> You would never lie there. We don't nibble at it. We take huge chunks. We take Godzilla-sized chunks out of it. Uh, but anyway, that that was actually a lot of fun putting that together, and I'm glad we did. And uh, believe me, there there are punishments coming down the pike from uh, what's the torp- what's the torture chamber on uh, floor 78 is reopened here soon. And, uh, what is that the is that the lead in for the uh, market uh, that's what? the only torturous thing I can think of on the show that hurt John <laughs> that hurts ladies and gentlemen it is the radio TFI market watch brought to you by somebody please spend a dollar uh, Uber closed at 4907. On Friday, down 266 from two weeks ago, the last time we checked. Lift closed at 61.50, losing $1.44 over the past two weeks. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Please sponsor us! Boy, I, I dragged that out a little bit there. My, my, yes, timing's, sure my timing's a little off. Uh, you know, uh, there have been several stories online here about 
uh, how uh, Uber is is definitely losing in this uh, uh, in this uh, fight now since they can't seem to uh, attract uh, drivers. Now they say that they've here recently have said that they've just they've acquired thousands of more drivers here mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I picked up I picked up a story that I found was kind of interesting here. Uh, from from San Francisco, I want to I want to play this real quick if you don't mind. What's old is new again. Taxi drivers say they're seeing an increase in business because rideshare services are getting more expensive. Seven News reporter Amy Hollyfield joins us live from San Francisco. Amy, taxi drivers have really been a casualty in the rise of the ride-sharing apps. They are enjoying this, Kristen. Part of the issue is a lot of drivers had to turn to other work during the pandemic. So maybe they went to DoorDash to deliver for them and they haven't returned to Uber or Lyft yet. So a driver shortage means those prices are going up. Cab drivers are really enjoying this. You ask people in San Francisco who they call when they need a ride, and you hear a lot of this. I'm usually taking Uber. Uh, Lyft. If Uber's cheaper, Lyft is cheaper, depending on which one is which one I usually catch. But the habit of grabbing a ride share might be one you want to reconsider. If you check the prices, they have gone up. Oh, I've, I've noticed it where, like, you know, to go, like, 5 or 10 miles, it's, like, $60. You know what I mean? And, and one time it'll be $60 with Uber, then I'll go over Lyft, and it's 12 It makes no sense. It could be hit or miss. It could be a Wednesday afternoon. It could be a Friday night. It really doesn't matter. You just kind of have to look. This price issue is pushing people to go old school and grab a cab. In one word, it's just wonderful. I mean... These drivers have really been hit hard over the past year. Hansu Kim says his taxicab app company, Flywheel, has seen a significant increase in business as Uber and Lyft charge more for rides. We're seeing in uh, just a record number of downloads this past few weeks, um, and mainly because Uber and Lyft have been surge pricing their rides here, which has, I think, alienated a lot of their customers. In a statement to ABC7 News, Lyft acknowledged demand is outpacing supply, saying earlier this spring, as vaccines rolled out and people started moving again, we began to see the demand for rides outpace the number of available drivers. We've added thousands of drivers in the past few weeks, and it's already leading to a better rider experience with wait times down more than 15% nationwide. And lucky for Uber and Lyft, not everyone has noticed yet, so they can possibly get more drivers on the road and get these price issues sorted out before things really get back to normal. I have not taken a lift since the pandemic, so I have no idea about the prices. So will taxi drivers meet this moment, win over and keep customers, or will Lyft and Uber get things stabilized and back to normal? Stay tuned, but in the meantime, make sure you cost compare. Check all the prices before you hit confirm. Reporting live in San Francisco, Amy Hollyfield, ABC7 News. Amy, because of the support, I just downloaded Flywheel. Thank you for your service. (laughs) Good job. I'm sure he'll be happy. Well, sage advice. If you're using an app, make sure you you, uh, check your prices or whatnot. Or better yet, just, just dump Uber and Lyft. You know, let me, let me... Let me remind you of something here. This is the device that everybody carries around, their little pocket computer that they have here. You know what one of its functions is? It's a phone. Stop. It's a telephone. Stop. Can you believe it? It's a telephone. I'm shocked. You know, every city in this country 
it, it's not that hard to find a taxi cab. You know, and no matter what, your the rates are not going to. You don't have to worry about trying to. Oh, geez. Well, if I if I wait ten minutes, it'll be it'll be fifty dollars cheaper. Right. You don't have to worry about that. It's going to be the same price every time. The rates are the rates are the rates. Exactly, and and that is the one thing I appreciate. When I see these stories on the on the local stations, but they never they never cover the whole story. Well, no, you never nowhere in that story did you see that while Uber's and Uber and Lyft's rates are fluctuating as the wind blows, you never see the fact that taxis have the same rate. Doesn't matter what time of year it is. Doesn't matter what the weather conditions are. Doesn't matter how busy they are. It is the same rate, no matter what. Right, and availability availability can change sometimes. Granted, and it's going to be it's going to be tough because you people that have tried to squeeze a nickel out of a uh, out of the transportation industry have made it to the point where taxis have disappeared, and now look what you got. Now right. you've got an unstable, unsustainable situation with uber and lyft and it's only going to be a matter of time before they go tits up i'm sorry well you had the one woman who who pointed out something that's been happening since almost day one well sometimes the ride is it costs this much other times it costs 50 dollars more it's this it's that you know that's been an issue what the story did not touch on uh what was the reporter's name holly holly uh Ali Bagali. Ali Bagali. Looking that close. <laughs> I, her, her last name was Holyfield, and it's nice to see Evander's sister getting some work right now. So, uh, okay. Anyway, I, I've been dying to get that in. Uh, but what they're not mentioning is the fact that right now drivers are getting maybe forty percent of the fare, if that, if they're lucky, as opposed to what started out as an eighty twenty you know, straight split. Now it fluctuates. The drivers don't know how much they don't see the fare anymore. Or it's Uber and Lyft are both taking such humongous chunks out of, uh, out of these fares. I mean, they may charge the customer a hundred dollars, but the driver may be getting 20 of that, 25 of that. If, if they're lucky, if it's lucky, if they're if lucky. They're, and, and the fact that, that Uber is, uh, just begging begging people to drive uh i'm getting emails every day mind you i'm somebody they showed the front door to and closed it behind me they're begging mm-hmm. me to come back come yeah. home and all I, is all is forgiven i did this i've gotten the same emails from both uber and lyft and uh yeah it's funny because you can block those emails if you want. But oh, I but like I don't to want to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying hell out of it. I haven't gotten anything from Lyft, but uh, but Uber. Oh, I'm uh, I'm I'm getting it for sure. And uh, you know, you know, th- this is look. There was a story a couple of weeks ago where Dara the K went out in San Francisco one day on his bicycle. And did uh, Uber Eats delivery. Oh, it was wonderful, he said. We, uh, 
you know, we made money, we did this, we did that. Of course, you know, then he went, uh, here, uh, this was from June 26th. He, he made, uh, he did 10 trips, made $98.91. Uh, spent a few hours delivering for Uber Eats. San Francisco is, in a, is an absolutely beautiful town. Restaurant workers were incredibly nice every time. Three, it was busy. Uh, three hours and 24 minutes of delivering out of three, three and a half hours online. And, uh, so he managed to get 10 trips in three and a half hours, which mm-hmm. I promise you, if you're not the CEO of Uber, you're not get. you know, maybe they are getting that much, but it's, I, uh, there's, it's not that simple. It is like this clown. This clown went out and did uh, Uber rides. He did it in, in a Lincoln or a cat. It was a caddy, I think, uh, SUV. You know, of course, he's getting spoon fed jobs. He's not putting up with all the regular nonsense. Uh, Do you think? I thought that you said something at first about him jumping on a bike, which uh, it looks like he's on a bike. The, yeah, the picture is for the Uber Eats, he's on a bike. Okay. I don't know if it's a if it's an e-bike or, uh, uh, but he's definitely on a bike. Okay. Uh, speaking speaking of e-bikes, well, I've been getting a lot of use out of mine. Just saying. That's that's good. It is good. I mean, but okay. So, if you're riding a bike, for one thing, you're wear your vehicle maintenance wear and tear. You don't have that factor. So if you're making thirty bucks an hour, and are in good enough shape to ride a bike and do that, well, then you know all I'm. Hey, I'm happy for you at that point in time. Maybe, maybe that that would solve a few problems. Everybody with Uber Eats uh, that delivers uh, for Uber Eats and DoorDash and Grubhub and all the rest of them, just use your bicycle. Right. Uh, let, let's see how that works for you. Let's see how that works for you in a Minnesota <clears throat> winter. Me. Hopefully, you got fat tires. You know, right? I, just as an aside here on this topic, there's an outfit here in uh, in New York City called revel and i've talked about them before i was using their scooters uh Mm -hmm. up until i got i got my bike uh you know they're nice they're they have a beautiful nice light blue color that i like well now they they've expanded and they want to put uh their their own ride share operation on the road and and to their credit and and baby oliver or master oliver agrees with me there in the background the city of New York says, Niet. no, 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 no. We got a quarter million cars on the road right now. We, we, we just don't need, you know, get somebody, you know, use somebody else's licenses, buy, buy a permit from somebody. But we're not, they're not going to grant another thousand cars on the road. And by the way, these are, these are dedicated cars. It's an amazing concept that I never would have thought of. A fleet of cars all painted the same. With a company name on the side. Who'd have thunk? Who knew? Oh, oh wow. It's a cuckoo crazy idea. I, 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 I've heard of that concept somewhere before, but I it, just, I, 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 it slips my mind. Where, where have we, where have we seen that happen? Where have we seen that before? I, it just, it boggles the mind. It just, it just, uh, it, it, it's, again, it's cuckoo crazy that we should, uh, you know, uh, I'm looking for the post that uh, somebody had posted that. Uh, I, I can't find it now. 
uh, story of our lives had something right there and just but but just here they fine. here here they are once again it's another rideshare company reinventing the taxi we already had the taxi and now they're going they're going a step further than Uber and Lyft they have dedicated vehicles their own vehicles they own the vehicles so guess what now now they're going to re- be responsible for maintenance and and all that uh, and now they're going to see when they finally get them on the road why taxis look a little bit more beat up than rideshare cars because rideshare drivers come and go they're in and out in a month so their cars still have that 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 shine to them meanwhile cabs get two three four hundred thousand miles put on them and normal normal wear and tear you do the best you can you keep them as clean and shiny as possible but but they're gonna start showing a little wear and you know and that's where they're no longer going to have that to say, oh, well, we, uh, we, uh, our cars are better looking. You don't know that for a... Approaching three years now that I've had my personal van. Yes. Bought it, when I, I bought it at 64,000 miles. Yes. It has 217,000. Mm-hmm. And how's she running? Huh. She 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 runs like she runs like a uh, six okay. year old car with uh, two hundred seventeen thousand miles on it. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to use the one about the ape. Uh, no, no, she, okay. it runs okay. I mean, but then again, that and I've had my mechanic, I've had the company mechanics who've who've done inspections on it for me and what have you. They say a lot of it has to do with how how I've driven it. The last three years, um, and bef- the person and the person who owned it before me, I, as as best I can tell from looking at the history of it, it was a single owner, a single uh, use before I bought it, single one owner before okay. I bought it. Well, they put some miles on it though, because for for an individual to put sixty something thousand miles on it in a couple yeah, of years on a, 20, on a 2015, no less. Right. That's that's uh, that's a lot of miles. Usually you see but, that you, you see that on the rentals, which I bought a number of over the years. Uh, but yeah, it's it's all about preventive maintenance. I learned that a gazillion years ago when I owned just one car back in the day. It's preventive maintenance. You got to stay on top of it. And uh, you know, it, it, stuff like that's going to vary from city to city. I mean transmissions they probably go through transmissions in san francisco like uh, we go through drinking water right uh, well and and look at you know what just to compare where you live to where i was operating i mean you're in you're in uh, uh frostbite falls minnesota and i was on flat ground south florida now granted mm-hmm. i had the humidity and the salt air to deal with but it's nothing compared to the harsh winters was rust a real big issue down there not a, it, it was occasionally but uh i'll tell you the truth the biggest problem with rust we had were cars that we bought that came out of the midwest or the northeast mm-hmm. because because of road salt and the undercarriages would be just just you know rust factories you know, sometimes it, w- it was just starting and you could stop it. And uh, freeze plugs. Oh, my God. We went through freeze plugs. I bought a bunch of vehicles that had originated, uh, again, in the Midwest, Northeast. 
And boy, oh boy, we would just be popping those freeze plugs, which which is better than losing, you know, the whole engine. But on the other hand, then it, now it means I got to get something towed, and you know, the 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 plugs themselves were cheap. Were cheap. They literally they they cost nothing. Uh, what I started having my mechanic do was replace as many as he could see. When one came in, okay, let's because he could buy he bought them by the bagful. It wasn't about the cost of the plugs. It was about him, you know. So let's let's replace everything that we can. And there were some that were just tough to get to, and we and we couldn't do, but uh, until we had to. But well, fortunately, haven't had that, haven't had that problem raise its uh, ugly head. Yeah, but again, getting, a, get, I don't, I don't expect to either. Really. Yeah, getting back to the, you know, the wear and tear, the wear and tear on your your vehicle up in Minneapolis is going to be a whole lot different. Because, I mean, let's face it, you got more of a chance of sliding into something. I'm not saying you would or somebody sliding into you, you know, just with the snow, the ice, the cold, the freezing, the thawing, the freezing, the thawing, the roads, you know. Look, we had our own issues down in South Florida, but mainly dopey drivers. Uh, All I can say is, is that uh, if if that does happen, I hope that they that they do it and do it right to total the damn thing and. Uh, and that they're nicely insured. That's all I can hope for right. at the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I do not disagree. Well, listen, before we get into more of the meat and potatoes here, uh, well, I tell you, we had the, the this one kind of caught me by surprise, the, uh, the, the CPAC. I thought they had a CPAC in, uh, <laughs> yeah. in uh, February, and me now too. they're having another one. Me too. I was shocked. I'm thinking, is this old stuff? But oh, yeah. go, go ahead, play it. But before we, before we, no, before we get into it, though, there's one thing I want to, I want to get off my chest. <laughs> Do tell. And I'm hoping that she's listening right now. Okay. But uh, I come to find out that uh, I was listening to uh, Shaletta on Friday. Uh, saying that uh, she does not have the, uh, she's not been vaccinated yet. And she is scared, senseless to do so. She understands, she understands the reasons why uh, she should be, um, why she should get vaccinated, but she has that fear. And it is a legitimate fear, Ed. I mean, I I don't know how much you've heard of this. I definitely have of of the issues that they've had throughout history. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with that. And all kidding aside, and by the way, by the way, I I was not joking, Shaletta, when I said I would backstroke through the New York City subways. If you'd have been here the other day, well, you all saw the videos of that when uh, Elsa came through. That was actually before Elsa. And then Elsa came through, and it got worse. Uh, it, it was not a pleasant experience here. Uh, but, I mean, all kidding aside, uh, I understand that there's a history. And, you know, I, I can, you know, I get it. I get it. I get that part of it. And, but I, I just, I don't know what to say other than, uh, you know, it, if I didn't already have my shot, I would uh, I would happily go with you. 
And when they were about to poke me, I'd say, no, do my friend. This way you'd know you're getting a white guy shot. Oh, Jesus Christ. If that makes any sense. If that makes any sense. I mean, I I want to see everybody vaccinated. And whatever lengths it takes, whatever, if I got to say something stupid like that, and I'm not calling Shaletta stupid. I, it's a legitimate concern. But, but you also got them Brundage babies you got to be. Yes. You got to be yes, aware indeed. of. If it was just you by yourself, I would say wear a mask and stay indoors and, uh, the, you know, and don't darken our doorsteps until this is all done. But since you don't and you're a grown man. I understand. I understand that St. Sean has gotten his vaccination. Well, that's that's great. So that that's good at least. I, you know, here's the thing. All all kidding aside. Uh, all kidding aside here. Um, I know we as, as old white people, we have no clue what it was like for nope for black folks throughout history why we don't talk about we don't talk about uh, reproductive rights that much because we are old white men and we, are, we don't have ovaries and we don't we cannot bear children we if you, if you weren't born with the female reproductive parts then you you will not discuss reproductive issues female reproductive issues on this station Okay, I can't. I, I I can't ovulate. I can't. I can't give birth, although it looks like I can. It looks like I'm about to. But I can't. So anyway, I yeah. I, I had something well, well, else in my head, and well, you know what they you know what they said when when somebody walks up to me and asks me if I was about ready to have have a baby, I'd tell them, well, yeah, I'm having a baby elephant. Would you like to see the trunk? Oh. Oh. That's so, anyways, getting no, getting back to Shaletta, I I hope that's that she's able to find. I hope that she can uh, she can muster up the courage to do so. I look uh, seriously. All I can offer her, you know, she calls she calls us old white people allies, and we hear that quite a bit. Well, this is one time where. We're asking Shaletta and other people, other folks of color, to trust their allies. Take the leap of faith. Yes, I've been, uh, I've been vaccinated. My whole family has been vaccinated. Ed has been vaccinated. There have been countless of millions of people who have been vaccinated who other than feeling like they might have gotten hit by uh, somebody riding, it might have been Ed that was riding that bicycle and run into you. <laughs> but uh, other other than that, other than that feeling of um, of like you're getting run into, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Rel- relatively minor side effects. Yes. Relatively exactly. minor. Look, I went so far, I got the vaccination, I got spayed, I got neutered while I was there. I, I, I mean, I, that was me. Because Bob Barker says so, but seriously, Shaletta, we love you, hon. Uh, please, please reconsider. You got to do what's best for you, but you've also got to do what's best for 
those Brundage babies. And I think we'll, I think we can exactly. drop her. We're, we're looking out for you, kiddo. I got to tell you, I was, I was slightly perturbed when I heard the news, but again, you're a big girl. Get that twerking butt of yours over to a doctor and, uh, All right. I forgot, I forgot. I forgot to share this, by the way. She's uh, she was down in um, New Orleans for a wedding, yes. and was uh, was showing off a showing off a dress. I don't think she put it on Twitter. She put it on Facebook. Yeah, she did. And uh, I forgot rest. to download that one. Well, let's just say that she was she was probably the life of the party there. At you're, ta- uh, you're talking about the red the, the red dress. Yes, I'm talking about the red dress. She put it up. Oh. Oh, she put it on Twitter. I didn't see oh, yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. There the you go. I'm, the only way I'm going All right. To All right. What do you say? What do you say? We, uh, by the way, I love that. Uh, I, I love that uh, political cartoon that I found on the promo board. This oh, we're going to, we're going to talk about that in detail. I've oh, got it. Absolutely. I've got it right here in my hot little hand. Wait, I, I tell you something. You you go through more printer ink, I bet, than uh, you because you print out stuff. I have to rely on reading it off the screen. But but I I reuse paper. Now not this one. This is a fresh piece, but I will use this for next week's script. I will just flip it around. Makes sense. Makes it sense. Does. But ink is so freaking expensive. Jesus. Well, you know, here here in Radio TFI, we spare no expense. Well then, then I'll send you the bill for the. I'll start doing it your way and send you the bill. How's that sound? And here at Radio TFI, we we no longer accept your mail. Uh, <laughs> Let's roll with it. Go ahead. All right. So where are we going now? You want to go for uh, old Trumpy? Uh, old Trumpy uh, here announced. Uh, he got, had an interview with uh, somebody at Newsmax. And by the way, I, just, a, just a side note here. Remember I was telling you a couple weeks ago that Newsmax was bitching about uh, something we had posted that didn't even involve them? It turns out that I I, I find I sent a little note back and wait, said wait a minute, of- Wait a minute, something that we posted? Yeah, a a uh, that we put on the show, a, a okay. video clip that we put on the show. Newsmax tried to claim it. Oh right, and, right, I remember that. I remember that. And so I I got on Facebook and I said, "Well, you're full of beans." I said, "We didn't use anything from Newsmax," and they finally came back to us and said, "You know what, Mister Shannon, you're right. We're sorry." Ooh. So, so there, I, I feel vindicated now. Well, I feel vindicated for you. So let's talk about what we're going to talk about here. Uh, so, good, John. Uh, you, you lead us into this. I'll. Trumpy has uh, who has claimed in a Newsmax interview. Uh, excuse me. Now let me let me let me backtrack with that. He announced at a press conference that wasn't it wasn't covered by uh, the serious networks. Uh, it was covered by the clown networks like Newsmax and and Fox News and the and that uh, group but he said he is going to start a class action class action lawsuit against uh twitter and um and facebook because they have banned him off of their uh, platforms and so uh 
to that, well, why don't you go ahead and read through that? Uh, All right. So basically what, what the claim is, it's a First Amendment issue. It's not a First Amendment issue. And, and here's why. Now, we put this cartoon up in our promo, and I don't have the, uh, the person responsible for it. I would love to give him credit, but I don't have it with me. It's just a stick figure cartoon, and, and why it's going to be able to just, just as easy to uh, read it. Public service announcement. The right to free speech means the government can't arrest you for what you say. It doesn't mean that anyone else has to listen to your BS or host you while you share it. The First Amendment doesn't shield you from criticism or consequences. If you're yelled at, boycotted, have your show canceled, or get banned from an internet community, your free speech rights aren't being violated. It's just that the people listening think you're an asshole. And they're showing you the door. Absolutely. I got to tell you something. Well, I just let me, let me, uh, just to reinforce what's said there. And this is where a lot of people get confused. Free speech is about the government infringing your right to speak, whether it's in in, or in public. But if you come on to this radio station, I have every right in the world to censor you, to cut you off, because you're on a private platform. And you are in some way, shape, or form agreeing to abide by my policies and my procedures. Um, You go into a store, or even just individuals. Uh, You can sue from prison. Yes, you can. And uh, have you done it, Ed? (laughs) Anyway... uh, (laughs) Anyway, uh, so John and I can, can, I, I can, John can try to stop me from speaking. He's not infringing on my, on my right to free speech. He's cruising for a bruising, but he's not, he's not, uh, violating the first amendment. So. Well, absolutely not. Now, speaking of, speaking of, uh, the, the right to free speech, you're allowed to speak even if you're a babbling fool. And uh, John mentioned CPAP, CPAC. I'm on a CPAP machine. So is John. Uh, oh, we're going to talk about that in an hour or two. But let's listen to uh, Junior and uh, the, in the hypocr- hypocrite hour. I say that and they say, oh, you're making fun of people with addiction. I go, let's just talk about this for a second. I totally understand addiction. It's terrible. We all know people that have suffered from it. It doesn't absolve you from being a total piece of garbage in every other aspect of your life. It doesn't absolve you from selling access to the highest power levels of government. It doesn't absolve you from selling out your country. Yeah, I'd say he's pretty much got that nailed. Uh, I think mm-hmm. uh, clearly he's referring to himself there. And uh, we we have had, I don't know how many videos, uh, how many videos of him coked up out of his mind that he posts. You know, again, it's just a bunch of... Uh, I'd be willing to bet he pro- that was probably one of the times, you know, the way he just thought he was... Oh, no. Thought he he was kind of Elvis Presley, the way he was kind of uh, jiving around and what have you. It's, well, thank you. I'll, I'll thank you very much. Uh-huh. uh-huh. No, he's... Whether he's high or not there, which I don't think he is, because when he is, you know it. 
uh, there's no question. I have seen that face before, usually in a mirror. And, uh, <laughs> hey, your boy Mike Lindell. Uh, coincidentally, John, John and I were just talking about uh, he, he's going to take a little a little trip in August. What, what day are you taking that trip, John? August 13th? Uh, August 13th. Well, let's, let's see who else has plans for August 13th. By the time August 3rd, the morning of August 13th, it'll be the talk of the world going, hurry up, let's get this election pulled down, let's write the right, let's get these communists out, of, you know, that they've taken over, that the, and you'll see, when I say that, you know, um, and they'll say, well, what's going to happen to all the people that were involved? I don't know. Right now, the biggest concern is getting this election pulled down. Donald Trump won. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. Okay, and there were many down ticket senators too that they did too and stuff. You'll find all that out. <laughs> it's gonna be a busy day, August thirteenth. Mike Lundell. This, this, this guy, I, I swear to God, this guy has crazy down to a new, uh, down to a new level. That's all I can say about Lindell. I think this is his new addiction. Is uh, where crack was his old addiction. Now he. Uh, now yeah, well, most of that paranoia. Well, you know, the one thing that, uh, from what I've under, from what I've heard over time, that crackheads tend to be a little paranoid. Well, if there there is a picture of paranoia right there, so something tells me the crack is still in his uh, in his left shoe or or what have you, ready for him to ready for him to break out at any time. This is uh, this is one of my favorites. This is a little old, but we were off for for a week, so. This young man, whose name I'm not even going to mention, uh, put this video out after he was released. I think he was arrested. Uh, he, he was there. He was at the Capitol on, on January 6th. Uh, and he was detained, questioned, released. Uh, but when he was released, this is the video he put out. They're hype. Let's go. I am a political prisoner. I got to go home now. After today, I gotta go right home. I can't get into any trouble. I can't do nothing bad. You know, I can't um, do no drugs, no drinking to excess. Uh, I can't get into, you know, I can't get into altercations with people. So I'm a real American patriot. But I would like to say, Donald Trump, please pay for my legal fees because uh, this all happened because of you. Okay? How about that? And I did nothing wrong. Let's go. Let's go. Zakatik did nothing wrong. All right, I got to pick that apart. First off, he goes through a list of things that normal, everyday people in their life don't have to worry about not doing because we don't do them anyway. You don't drink to excess. You don't do anything bad. You don't get arrested. I don't have to think about not doing this stuff. And at the end, he admits it was Trump. Because now you got to pay. You got to pay for Trump can't pay for his own legal bills. Are you kidding me? That's shocking that he has has an attorney. Uh, you know what makes me want to bitch slap that guy? Oh, I can think of any he, number of things. He compares himself to a being a political prisoner. Right, right, right. Try, try, uh, try living in North Korea. Yeah, yeah. Try living in China. Try living in Russia. Now, you want to talk about uh, political prisoners there? <laughs> What is that? Uh, what is that opposition uh, leader? That Russian opposition leader there that's in jail? I forget oh, his I, name. I, 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 even if I knew it, I couldn't pronounce it. So, 
Uh, now, 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 getting back to the lawsuit, uh, our new our new correspondent Tyler Gooch has something to say about about the lawsuit and how it's affected him directly. Take a listen. Hello, everyone. I would just like to take a moment to announce that I will be joining former President Trump in his lawsuit against Facebook and Twitter for censoring people like us. Uh, and I would just like to explain why I'm joining the lawsuit. I've posted the following things which have received zero likes, even though I'm sure a jury of my peers would agree they deserve to go viral. These are the following things I've posted. Uh, I suggested that if they ever find a very sexy, curvy caveman, it should be called a concave man. That got zero likes. I said a scientist that studies dinosaurs shouldn't be called a paleontologist, it should be called a dynecologist. Nobody liked that one. I guess nobody saw it. Uh, I also said that I had taken an inkblot test where all the inkblots looked like Shaquille O'Neal screaming uh, because it was a, a Rorschach test. And that got uh, no likes. And I invited everyone to come see my cover band, my 70s cover band, which talked about how much they hated kids and were called uh, Casey Anthony and the Sunshine Band. And for that reason, I will be joining the lawsuit, and I hope you will support me in my decision. <laughs> Tyler Gooch, everybody. This is this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Oh, John, it was a joke. Come on now. That was Good the whole Lord. point. That was the whole point of it was for him pointing out the absurdity of it all. My goodness, Jim. You're sure of that? I'm positive of that. Okay. I, well, I, I, I am supremely confident of that. Okay, um, I'll take, I will take your word for it. Well, thank you, I, sir. I, thank you. I will take your word for it. And, Look, I got to tell you something. Tell me something. I miss having Trump, not so much on Facebook. I'm, yeah, not so much on Facebook. I miss having Trump on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know why I miss having Trump on Twitter? Material. Well, that's part of it. But the other thing is, is I miss having him uh, as, what are they, what are they, what was that punching clown? What do they used to call him? The punching clown that you could just walk up to just to let a little frustration out. Oh, there used to be a, uh, they did Bozo the Clown and uh, any number of, but yeah, you, you could punch it and it would weeble around a little right. bit and it would stand back up ready for you to punch it again. By the way, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. And we know that for a fact. Uh, you know, I, I, I miss that. Uh, I tried, by the way. Did you ever sign up for uh, for Gitter? Uh, I started to last night and when I got to their homepage, I lost interest. Well, I've lost interest in it already. By the way, it's it's not a, a well-known fact here, but Donald Trump is either it's Donald Trump or it's somebody that is did a seriously good job of conning people, which wouldn't be a hard thing to do with watching looking at some of the people. It is not. Uh, stop for a second, because when I went on Parlor, I did. I put my name as Donald J. Trump something. It was like off by a letter of what his Twitter thing was. I used the same picture. I, I used the same bat. I took everything from his Twitter account. And without mm-hmm. posting a thing, without posting a thing, I had, I don't know, 30, 40 followers. 
Well, the last time I checked, this particular account has nearly a million followers. Sure, sure. So who if if it's a fake, then it's a hell of a fake and good you know, hats off to you. I got my account finally when I started posting stuff. And all I was posting was what, what this knucklehead was doing on Twitter. I was just reposting it. And uh, somehow they suspended my account. So, so anyways, I got one of the things I will say about Gitter. Gitter done. Uh, you can't not do it. You can't not. Well, no. The one thing I do like about it is, is I think they have like seven hundred and eighty characters. Okay. So hey, why they, the hell can't Why the hell can't Twitter do something like that? Look. Uh, there's plenty of characters because then you start getting then it turns into facebook with these manifestos remember people don't know how to how to create a paragraph and run on sentences and all that uh yeah believe me 780 is way too much what what was the old oh yeah what what was it 120 on twitter was the original one 140 and then they upped it to, to uh, 280 280 okay 140 was ample 280 is not bad but seven, uh, five, seven, whatever it is. Yeah, I think it's seven eighty. If that's, I'm not mistaken, that's that's too. I, again, you got most of these people can't spell. Uh, grammar is a foreign word to them, or is the guy who who played Frazier? Uh, no, 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 no. That's way, way too much. Way too much. But having said that, I got bored with it myself. Yeah. I, I will give them, I'll give them credit for another thing. I put it, I had to try it. So yes. I put out there, I put out, first off, I, I dipped my toe in the water a little bit and I did hashtag death to Trumpism. Oh, good Lord. You, that, that's. I'm sorry. Hey, look, I, I'm got. I have made no, I, this isn't some news flash here. I have made no bones about this, Ed. If Trump cacked tomorrow, I would go out and have a, no, no, ce- a, that, be that, a celebration of life either. That's not what I'm going on about. What I'm going on about is you want to bait the water, but you don't want to throw the bloody carcass in. Because you want to get them just a one or two, three at a time and get them to start swimming up to your bait. You throw the bloody carcass in, then everybody, including all the big dogs, come, and they're just going to yank your line right into the water, and you're done. Where's the fun in that? No, sir. No, sir. Well, I wanted to see. I wanted to see if I could get myself banned off of that. And, well, that's. And that's then funny. I went. And then I went one step further. Oh, what was that? And let's just put. A, let's just say I took the ISM at, off the end of that uh, last hashtag. Yeah. 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 Um. Speaking of somebody else who's not a big fan of uh, of the 44th president of these United States, a favorite around here, uh, Keith Olbermann. Let's, uh, Wait a minute, 44th? Trump's 45th. Oh, yeah, 45th. I'm sorry. You're right. You're Rob right. Obama was the 44th. I, I stand corrected. I was thinking of Henry Aaron. I was thinking of Hank Aaron. That's all. Anyway, Keith Olbermann, ladies and gentlemen. Tucker Carlson claims the National Security Agency, the NSA, is spying on him, reading his emails, and trying to take his program off the air. 
As the old joke goes, just because you're paranoid, that does not mean they are not out to get you. Clearly, the NSA has found that Tucker Carlson is somehow connected to a foreign entity that intends to harm America. Carlson, who is the lowest of the low, an individual without morals or conscience or loyalty, who once launched a website with my name in it and stole my identity and posed as me in an interview with a gullible reporter, made his claim on his Fox Fascism Fest Monday night. The NSA has responded Tuesday night that, quote, the allegation is untrue, Carlson has never been an intelligence target of the agency, and the NSA has never had any plans to try to take his program off the air. The NSA added in what seems like a throwaway bit of boilerplate that it also, quote, has a foreign intelligence mission. We target foreign powers to generate insights on foreign activities that could harm the United States. That, in fact, is the most important part of the statement. Even Carlson, in his delusional, megalomaniacal way, kind of got the message, responding on his show that he claimed, quote, NSA has read my private emails without my permission. Tonight's statement from the NSA does not deny that. Instead, it comes with this non sequitur. Tucker Carlson has never been an intel target. Well, that's only a non sequitur if you're a non-smart person. The conclusion is obvious, and the conclusion is chilling. The NSA is reading Tucker Carlson's emails, and since he's not their target, whoever he is emailing with must be. And if the NSA can only target foreign powers, then there is one conclusion only. Tucker Carlson is in contact with a foreign power, trying to commit activities that could harm the United States. In other words, whether he's a foreign asset or a mere stooge, and my money is on mere stooge, Tucker Carlson is working with a foreign entity to damage this country. And he's too stupid to shut up about it. And he's too stupid to flee the country because ultimately he's too stupid. <laughs> Keep Oberman, everybody. And don't forget to watch Tucker Carlson somewhere uh <sighs> i tell you you know it, it's, it's funny we can babble on here like we do every almost every uh sunday morning uh we could babble on for two hours and not and not encapsulate what keith oberman just did in what was that a two-minute video clip two, two minutes yeah yeah, it's amazing. When I grow up, I want to be just like Keith Olbermann. You know, he and, I, he and I are the same age. <laughs> it's funny. He doesn't look like he's in his 70s. Yeah, yeah. Neither do I. So, <laughs> honest, honest to God, I met somebody the other day. Uh, they, they were 62 years old. It's like me, and I swear you would have thought this guy was was. Oh no, I was watching America's Got Talent. The guy comes on. Oh yeah, I'm 62. I'm thinking you're 80 if you're a day. I mean, I I'm not, I'm not winning any awards here, but geez, I don't look that bad for 62. All kidding aside, I tell you, if you and I were to walk down a sidewalk together with the way I limp and gimp and everything else, oh, yeah. they'd swear to God that uh, I was about 10 years older than than you i swear you're 10 years older than me i think you're lying to me yeah well unfortunately i, I wish i was believe me <laughs> granny annie's trying to get uh get herself ready to uh 
go on her grand trip to Disney World. So we've been taking little walks around the block the last uh, uh, few weeks so she can build up a little stamina. And I tell you, uh, I don't know how she, first off, I don't know how she's going to do it. I mean, if, if you've ever been to, if you've never been to Disney World, I've, oh, I've, was, I was there, Christ, um, maybe 30 some odd years ago. I've done that walk. And, oh, that is, that is some serious stuff Did, in there, my friend. Walt Disney World, and that is the proper name for it in, uh, in Central Florida. It's a big, big, some bitch of a place, let me tell you. It is huge. I was there about the same time, about 30 years ago. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And obviously I was 30 years younger at the time. And it's, it, it, it's, that's, it's a lot. We covered a lot in a couple of days and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, boy, oh boy. But it, I don't know that I could do it now. You know what? But I'm sure she can rent a uh, scooter or something. You know? well, she doesn't want to. She, 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 you know, the one thing I will say about her is that she can be a stubborn old bird. Well, then she can and... be a stubborn old bird on her feet all day. And by the way, yeah. August in Central Florida, not the best place. <clears throat> you live there. You know. I yes. pro- I promise you, within moments of getting off the plane, she'll be screaming for a scooter. She'll be screaming for an air conditioner. Well, there's that, too. There's that, too. Uh, oh, my God. I just, I feel sorry for them. Um, you did warn they, them, didn't you? I, I've, of course I have. I've warned them on several occasions. But you okay. see, the thing is, is I, I'm an old man. What the hell do I know? Nah, I, I, it's so funny because I have the ability, we watch Jeopardy in our household quite a bit. And we have... Uh, you know, they they can't understand. I probably have the ability to answer, I'd say probably about a a quarter of the, give the correct response uh-huh. about a quarter of the time, which is about average for the household. But yet I'm the, I'm the old slug here that has a 10th grade education. Uh, and it's like I told, I, like I told them yesterday, um, isn't a matter of having book smarts or some of those categories where you, it, it's definitely imperative that you have book smarts. Some of them you but just got to. F- the other part of it is, is quite simply life experience. That is correct. By the way, I, I answer all the questions. Not, cor- not necessarily correctly. But no, you no, but, answer- but I answer all the questions. I thought that, <laughs> I thought that was the, uh, where we're going there that was the bar that was the line that was the uh uh well well guess what we've managed to chuck our way through the first hour here by the way we'll uh we'll accept calls here the phone phone lines are plugged in we'll accept some calls in the second hour here because nobody really put out that invitation in the first hour. It is 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. And we'll be back, I promise.
A-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. I'd like to talk seriously just for a moment. One of the great art exhibits ever to tour the United States is the Treasures of Tutankhamun, or King Tut. But I think it's a national disgrace the way we have commercialized it with trinkets and toys, t-shirts and posters. And about three months ago, I was up in the woods and I wrote a song. I tried to use the ancient modalities and melodies. We'd like to do it for you right now. Maybe we can all learn something from this. a young man, he never thought he'd see people stand in line to see the boy King. King How'd you get so funky? Did you do the monkey? How was that for timing? That was uh, 
unbelievable. That was that was pretty good, even by my standards. But you started talking before I got a chance to. Oh well, geez, I'm I really sorry. I, 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 I am I, I feel bad because I, I don't like cutting you out uh, like that. But you know what? I'm beginning to be a little bit more partial to this one. John Shannon. I, I, I like that one. That's there's no pizzazz to that. It's just your name. Come on. That's Shaletta, baby. I, I know who it is. That's that, that's Shaletta. That would uh, Shaletta, but Shaletta baby got a first off, Shaletta needs to get her shot. That's well, for that's starters. True too. Uh, then, then she needs to say something like "It's it's John Shannon," and then punch something or bang something or hit something with a bat. Or... <laughs> Just because that's the natural reaction when they mention my name. Well, yeah, it is what it is. You said it. <laughs> you said it. I agreed with it. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not in denial. Uh, anyway, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero chat is the number if you feel like jumping on this little bandwagon here. And was that a King uh, Tut? Was that a King Tut joke? I'm not on denial. In denial. That's right. You will. It there was, was country, not. It wasn't. There, 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 there used to be a country song out. This I'm the Queen of Denial. Anyways, I'm just gonna let you drown on that one on your own. I'm not. I'm not throwing a lifeline to you. Pretty much, I don't give the story of my life here, man. So, anyways, you realize we've noticed. uh, I am not the first one to have noticed this. Obviously, somebody uh, put up a story here on. uh, I believe it was SB Nation uh, about the fact that uh, what, where why does it seem they're asking the question why does it seem like everywhere Tom Brady goes wherever he that home city seems to do uh, really well it's starting to be known as a phenomena known as the uh, Brady effect. Now, when John first brought up the Brady effect, my question was, are you talking about Tom, James, or Marsha? And I'm going to give that about as much of a laugh as uh, I did when he first said that. It was a lot funnier the first time I said it. Sure. Okay. Now, there you go. Give them the clap. A smattering of applause. Well, go, go ahead. And, and go, then, go off on your uh, tangent here so I can destroy it. So it, it's funny. So as you may or may not know, Tom Brady is from uh, the Northern California. I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's San Francisco or Oakland or San Jose. I, I don't know where exactly. He, he was a Niners fan growing up. Yeah. But through uh, from eighty one through ninety four, uh, living in Northern California, well, let's put it this way: in eighty one, Forty Nine ers, nine or eighty four, the Forty Nine ers won the suit the Wonder Super Bowl. Nine or eighty eight, they win the Super Bowl, uh, and also eighty nine, 
uh, in also in 89, the uh, Oakland A's won the World Series. Mm-hmm. 94, the 49ers wait, won the World Series. Wait, wait, stop right there. 89, remember who the A's played in the uh, World Series that year? Wasn't that the Giants, if I'm not mistaken? That's right. So that one was going to go that way, the Bay Area's way, one way or the other. Yeah, that was the year of the earthquake, and uh, it was San Francisco versus Oakland. So uh, right. first first off, for a very short man, you're, you're reaching very far here. This is uh, – go ahead, finish. Finish. I'm, I'm getting my sledgehammer out now because this is just – Okay. From 95 to 2001, when he was at the University of Michigan, I believe. Yeah. He, uh, three times uh, during that span, the Red Wings won the Stanley Cup. The uh, University of Michigan were national champions. How many times? Uh, well, the, the, the University of Michigan was a national champion in 98. Yeah. The Red Wings actually won four championships in that span. They, uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, 95, 96, 97, 2000, and 2001. They all right, all right. Let, let, let's stop there for a second. You realize Detroit and Ann Arbor are two very different places, right? I I totally get that. So it was Minnesota so, and Duluth, or Minneapolis and Duluth. I mean, what's so, the, the so point by, to that? So, so by the reasoning of this article or your reasoning, uh, the years that Brady was living in California when he was a child, anything that mm-hmm. any of the California teams won could be applied to the Brady effect. Well, you know, you, you got a point. They just didn't. I mean, I've I've lived here in New York. I've never taken credit for any of the team championships. Uh, I was I was at the very first Marlins game. I was at the very first home Panthers game. I was uh, I, I I I went to the playoffs the first time the Marlins won the World Series. I was in South Florida uh, when uh, when the Dolphins. Well, was I there? No, I wasn't there when they won. But I was there when the uh, the Bucks won uh, some years back. Was it the Ed effect? No, I. I <laughs> Anyways, a big sneeze. Sorry about that. Oh, well, and of course, uh, it's a load. And, and listen, I am—I am not by by any stretch of the imagination. I am not a Tom Brady fan. I mean, you can you can um, you can't discount, especially you know his run. Uh, of wins that he, you know, with the Patriots. Look at this: one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, 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 seven. Is it six? I thought it was seven. One, six. two, three, four. Number seven was with the Buccaneers. Five. Okay, here twenty twenty eighteen was his last is was his latest with the Patriots. Twenty eighteen. Okay. Twenty sixteen. If you want to talk about times that he was on the team that won the championship, oh, you that's know what? one I, thing. I, I, that's one thing. But to say, well, he was in the state of California. He was, he was in Michigan when. Oh, come on! We could stretch that out to three hundred fifty million people in this in this great land of ours. Well, 
I mean, let, let's face it. You can't deny. Look, I don't I don't think this has anything to do with anything other than the fact that, hey, it's there. It makes for it makes for great fodder. Yeah, but no, 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 no. It, it's not not the way it's being presented. Uh, again, you want to say, well, he was on this team when they won, and he was on that team, but to say he was he was a two year old in Northern California when the Niners were winning, well, you know, it's not just the Brady effect; it's the everybody there effect. You got a gazillion people in the stands. Gee, a, a young quarterback by the name what was his name? Oh yeah, Joe Montana. Jerry Rice, they had nothing to do with all that. But some some two-year-old pooping his pants and sucking his thumb, yeah, that's the reason that they won. Well, Jeez you are, you are. I thought I was bad. You are a hater. It's not being a I hater. Am. It's the You pre- are a hater. Yeah, yeah, even Bill says. And, and you know, I think Bill, you know, doesn't know his left from his right. Uh, did he play for any of these teams? Right, Bill, that's the question I'm asking. Again, just to be present in a state or a city when a championship is won or decided is just, it's a bad premise, John. It's a bad premise, okay? And I'm no Brady. I'm, I'm a fan of Brady as a top-notch athlete. Remember, I had to live in his division for, all the, for 20 years, all right? So screw you people, all right? I had to see him twice a year. Screw you people. Could he have beat us when he was two? Probably. But that's not the point. The point is the Brady effect. Well, well, what about the Ed effect? You know. Well, there could have been the Ed effect there while you were living in South Florida. That You're damn right there could have been. Dolphins came close but never won anything. But the Marlins did. The Marlins did. Year five, baby. Fastest expansion team to a World Series. Marlins have won the World Series twice and have never won their division. What do you think about them apples? Yeah, well, it is what it is. Thank God for the wild card. That's all I can say. And and Bill, as much as I hate to say it, I agree with you, Pally Boy. Uh, oh, uh-oh. But he's in Texas. <laughs> that's, he's in Texas. That's so. bad. Bad in his, well, you know, he's in Texas, so, you know, therein lies that problem. You know what we say to Texans, don't you? Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. I think there's a lot of Texans that say that too, though. That could very well be. That could very well I, be. So, John, I'm gonna li- let's just do this. Let's say it was a nice attempt to try to bring a little a little something something here to the show, but uh, you dropped the ball there, kiddo. Apparently, and, there's and no the truth. That's all I was aiming for. Apparently, there's that no Brady effect really on all... you. I could care to tell you the truth. I don't like I said I'm no fan of Brady. I could whip out Alice's restaurant if you don't care. If you're just going to sit there and yeah, spew spew I can, nonsense. I can no never, never mind. I was going to say I could whip out too, but we're we're just not going to go there. Pre-show John couldn't believe that I played Alice's restaurant last week. <laughs> it's a rambling. He could get away, he could get away with that. Because he didn't have to sit and listen to it as a live show. You By the way, that was it. not a live show. That was a that was that was definitely a Memorex. I said that right from the start of that show. Uh huh. 
Uh, it, it, it was not live. It was uh, pieced together, hobbled together. I dropped in my parts, and uh, it it honestly it took me about two hours to put together a two hour show. I could have just done it live to tape. I, I don't know why yeah. I didn't just do it live to tape, but uh, I don't either. I mean, it, it it was good planning. I mean, you probably had to plan that out to make sure everything was fit neatly in the little package there. You well, know, that was sure we that was started on time and finished on right. time. It was, and, and that was the bonus part of it was that I got some very nice in and you know intros and outros, and I you know I had I had my 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 fife and drum music playing in the background, and. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, there's a call here on the bat line. Is the one, the only, Bill Fancher. Good morning, sir. You're not going to insult me from New York and get away with it. I thought not. How are you, sir? Not too bad. You guys are kind of sliding down a slope here. I need to kind of get back on track, especially John. <laughs> Which slope? Oh, Jesus. Which slope are we sliding down? Before I find that Dallas Cowboys I mean, hat. John's got to remember that I used to bowl with him, so there is no Shannon effect in any of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just flat out luck of the draw. That's it. Yeah, well, you had your share of cold hats too, so don't uh, don't be. Uh, and, and I love his Jurassic Park mug. I mean, if yeah. he's going to be a dinosaur, drink from one. You know, I hadn't gotten to mentioning that yet. I was going to. I was going to bring it up, but I'm glad you did, Bill. You know what, Bill? I got to tell you, this is the first time I've actually enjoyed something you've said. This is... Go ahead, keep going. I want to see you two duke it out. <laughs> <laughs> says Says the one in the room right now who is older than both of us. Uh, well, you know, that's... No, I'm older than dirt. That's the... Uh... No, no, I'm talking about yeah. Bill. Oh. Well, um, respect your elders. Yeah, anyway. Well, you know, I Bill, feel sorry for my elders. I, I don't respect them. I feel sorry for them. Bill, when are we going to get you technologically set up to actually appear on screen with us here? Um, I'm working on it, believe it or not. I don't believe it. I do not believe it. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't either if I was you. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> so other than well, that, how, how's things going for you there, young man? Well, I, it's not too bad. I would try to get it hooked up with you guys, but the power grid here in Texas sucks. Well, that's <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dad, Ted Cruz. <laughs> Oh, don't please don't get me started on that some bitch. No, no, we wouldn't do that. So, uh, so what else is on your mind here today, young man? Let's while we got you, let's uh, let's see if we can't squeeze a few minutes out of you. You know, I was watching uh, Rachel Maddow the other night, and she had Mary Trump on. Okay, yeah, and she's, she's a frequent guest she, on all the shows there on MSNBC. Yeah, and she proceeded to say that not only is Donald going to be in trouble all over all these taxes but the rest of the family is uh going down too i w it wouldn't surprise me i mean let's face it a what a lot of people don't realize is uh is that the trump organization is not some worldwide global enterprise with thousands of employees no it's not it was literally it's a family it's, business 
And yeah, uh, I think what the five of them, and that's about it. Well, they've got some employees. I mean, let's it's it's not literally just the five of them, but it's not the way they would have you believe. Uh, oh, you exactly. Know, with offices spread all over the globe, it, it's nothing like that. So yes, they're all going to have their hands in there. Uh, they're all going to, uh, you know, they've they've all got uh, uh, cookie dust on their fingers at the very least. Uh, it's just a question of, uh, and and I personally think the uh, SDNY, the Southern District of New York, here is just uh, they're not rushing this. They're not going to rush this. Because oh no! They want to make sure they got him by the short and curlies. That is absolutely correct. Although I'll be quite honest with you, Bill, I really don't think Trump himself is going to go to prison. No, it's the Teflon Don. Right, but I do think at least one of his kids goes to jail. I'm not sure which. Well, one. and there was the other thing that Mary Trump had to say. Also, she goes, "The loyalty travels one way." Oh, without question, that's been obvious for. For years, the loyalty only yeah, goes and, one way. and that he, they, she said that not only will his kids sell him out, but he'll sell them out. Oh, without I, and I've I've said for a long time now, Ivanka will be last, but make no mistake about it, he will he will drive that bus right over her. There's no question. John, you got something to say? I'm just listening to YouTube. All right, you you look like you were going to move your mouth there, and uh, if you're he not, just, he just looked like he had something to say. Maybe he had a maybe he had a poop. I don't know. It's uh, God. I hate this when I get, and it's just such a shame because he can't see this. But I got this. I mean, it usually seems, right it usually right seems to be the case when I call in. Johnny just kinds to clam up. I don't know why. I don't get it. I don't yeah, get like, the, and I'm glad he's, right I'm glad he can yeah, count too. And by the way, by the way, speaking of the Trumps, I'm uh, I'm starting to get the feeling that we're never going to see Trump's health care plan. No, I, I that was uh, such a horrible blow to us. I, I, I liked when he came on in his first year when he was talking about uh, working with uh, all this Obamacare and trying to do all this other stuff. And he goes, this stuff is complicated. Who knew? Who knew? We all knew. Yeah, every we, son of a bitch on the planet. We all knew it was complicated. And uh, oh. hang on, Bill, because we're also while we're talking about Trump and the taxes here. Let's uh, I'm going to play a little greatest hits here. Just, just hold on. I know how the tax code works better than anyone. Nobody knows the tax code better than I do. Okay, I know it better. I'm the king of the tax code. I know more formulas. I know more about tax abatements. I know more about taxes than any human being that God ever created. I knew how to use the tax code to rebuild my company when others didn't have a clue. You'd work very hard to pay the least amount of taxes. Yeah, I, I want to pay the least amount possible. I don't want to pay tax. He didn't pay any federal income tax. So That makes me smart. Paid- See, I understand the tax code better than anybody that's ever run for president. Former President Donald Trump's company, along with the organization's longtime chief financial officer, have been indicted on charges which involve tax-related crimes. You used an apartment because you need an apartment because you have to travel too far where your house is. You didn't pay tax. $1.7 million over 16 years. 
Not much. Or education for your grandchildren. Paid for his grandkids' private school in New York City. My dad did that because he's a good guy. Well, these are employment perks. These are, you know, these are... Um... I don't even know. Do you have to? But does anybody know the answer to that stuff? I know how the tax code works better than anyone. They indict people for that. Yeah, and they're going to indict your big ass now, too. <laughs> Absolutely correct, sir. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I read something about a week or so ago regarding all those statements that he made. I know this better than that. God created nobody that knows the tax codes better than me. <laughs> but somebody said that might have been a ploy to when. When, it, when we got to this point that they could say, well, see, he really doesn't understand anything. And he was just... Well, no, uh, of course he doesn't. And, and if you play back all of that stuff in a court of law, he's basically admitting what he's done. Right. But again, the... Oh, I wish I had the article with me and I wish I hadn't messed with my camera here. Um, anyway, I, I don't have the proper verbiage, so I'm not going to go into it, but... Uh, yeah, now you got to wonder: does the uh, does the accountant uh, Weiss, was it Weisselberg? Does he flip? Yeah, because again, you, I know I would. I would, I, but you nailed the thing that has been obvious since he came on uh, the public scene. Loyalty flows one way. He has screwed yeah. everybody. He treats people like Kleenex, one use and done. What's pretty much? I knew somebody back down in South Florida, who was like this. We were tight. We were like, you know, good friends. And I won't go into the story, but uh, over the 30-some-odd years that I know him, he's he's got a reputation now of, uh, and he owns a business, of just basically disposing with people. He'll, he'll squeeze out of you what he can, and then he just disposes of you. You're, you're no longer a part of his life. And this is what Trump does. Once you become, you're of no use to me. Rudy who? Didn't he get, get his exactly. coffee? Exactly. It's amazing how that happened. Mm. Well, and I thought something that was rather humorous the other day, the 4th of July weekend, uh, they happened to have a Godfather marathon on, and I said, damn, that's the history of the Trump family. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I would take Fredo. That's smart. I was going to say, I would take Fredo. Sure. Any day. And believe me, none of them are as smart as... Look, Sonny may have had a temper. <laughs> yeah, but you got to remember. Leave the, leave the gun, take the cannoli. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Absolutely. I'm, 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 going, I'm going to the bathroom to take a pistol. I mean, I have to use the men's room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the, in the Trump family, they would somebody would make them an offer they didn't understand. No, this is also true. That's well, yeah. You also find uh, the you you know when it was a Trump man involved with it when you find somebody with their heads tied together shot through the hands. Yeah, 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 and uh, and they blow up the car and you the guy burnt his lips on the exhaust pipe. Come on, here we go. That's right. Okay. We know all the old jokes. Yeah, how many more blind analogies you two going to come up with? Oh, give us a minute. Give us a minute. I got I got all right. Yeah, give me a little more time. I think I keep coming up with some here or there. 
Oh, so, dear God. So, Bill, when can we tell the people where that we're going to premiere the Bill Fancher show? Because... Uh, uh, you just keep teasing it. It's a teaser. You just <laughs> keep teasing it. Okay. <laughs> I, oh. I did that one time. I kept teasing it. Boy, it didn't end well. Well, no, it mostly did though. It kind of did, but. <laughs> hey, and you know what? I've got to tell you a story totally unrelated to this. Oh, good. Since, uh, since Johnny went down to Kansas City the other day to watch the Royals play, I have to tell you a story about Johnny taking my wife and his wife to a Twins game in Minneapolis. Okay. He decided he was going to drive his cab. So we all went, yay, Johnny's going to drive. Yay. We park in the parking lot. We go to the game. The game's over. Johnny can't find his keys. So we're all like, well, I guess this is a bus trip home. So we get out to the parking lot and the car is there and it's running with the <laughs> keys and the stinking ignition. <laughs> so when he posted his story about being in Kansas City, my wife had to ask him about the car. So. <laughs> You know Go ahead and smile, big that. man. You know that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back and, and think of, and it's going to take me a little while to try to remember this, but uh, yeah, I, I'm sure there are some things that uh, that you've done over over at that uh, same amount of lifespan here that probably rank compared to John. John, more yes, surely yes, you yes. John, this is not about what other people have done. This is about you being. <laughs> Thank you. It's about you. Uh -oh. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I I had to sneak that one in there. That I'm, just was too. I, yeah, I, I I know. Once an Bill, asshole, always an asshole. Bill, I'm, you know? I'm I'm glad you did. And I'm gonna I've marked the tape, and we're gonna we're gonna pull that off, and we're gonna turn that into a, a we're gonna play it on a loop for like 24 hours. <laughs> by the way, John. Sorry, you, John. It had to happen, man. By the way, John, where, where, where are your keys right now? Exactly. You're on a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know. I don't need to know. Well, thank goodness I'm not riding with you. That's all I can say. Anyway, anyway, moving on because uh, because because we have to because we have to we we really have no choice. <laughs> Uh, there was, there was something else I was going to say to you, Bill, and I'll be God darned if I know what it is. I'll be God darned if I, I have that, I have that effect on people. You're, you're mesmerizing young man. What can I tell you? It's, uh, I'm, I'm just stupefied at this point. I don't know what to say or how to say it. If I knew how to say it or what to say. So, so say what you will. I knew, um, and, and I knew you were going to say that. Lord, you, you, you don't. You don't say. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. So, now you were talking. This. Of course. Now you. Yeah. I, and we'll switch gears again. Ninety-three turn. No. 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 Um, oh, hold on. Hold when on. you were talking about about, about the gal not taking the shot. Bill, hold on. Okay. Now here's how we do that. Emergency bat. Oh, here we go. An emergency bat turn, sir. That's the official radio yeah. TFI. Way we uh, yes. 
we do a 180. Mm -hmm. That one works well. The uh, the gal you're talking about that's not going to take the shot. I mean, I I understand some of these people and their hesitancy, but Mm -hmm. can you not look around and see what has happened because of the vaccination? I mean, look how everything has almost gotten back to normal. And look at the areas where they're not taking the vaccine and look what's happening. It's Armageddon in those areas. You know, I don't know Shaletta personally, but from what I do know of her and from what John has told me, I think she she knows this intellectually. But let's face it. I would hope. But let's face it. We're three old fat white guys who do not have the experience and the cultural uh, recollection recollections that she does. Okay. Well, and, and I you know I, I I understand that, but now you got to also understand. I spent thirty one years in the medical field. Right. So you know I've I've seen these things come and go. And the one that cracks me up the most are the people that say they're going to inject a tracker chip in, in us with that. Right. Well, dumbass, how are you worried about that? When every time you turn your stinking phone on, you're being tracked. That's right. Check your phone. It's, it's, but look, I, I understand. And again, you, you can sit there and explain to a four year old as many times as you want, that this is not going to hurt. And they're going to wail. And it, I, I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example. I had to get stitches when I was a kid. Long story. I had stitches, about three or four stitches in the side of my head. So when I went to have them removed, uh, back in the day when they used horse hair and, uh, you know, that right. Kind of, that kind of thing. <clears throat> so we went to the hospital and I was eight years old and the, the, the person the doctor, the nurse, whoever it was, said it's not going to hurt at all when I take them out. You know what? They were right. But I had already made such a fuss, I had to keep going. I kicked up a a dust storm. <laughs> I did. It's the only time I you ever... Were already, you were already in the game, so you may as well play it. I can't give up at this point. I can't let them win. No. I got to keep this act going. And that's exactly what I did. And I screamed and I yelled, oh, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. And my mother told me years three years later, he still does this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> 54, do your math. Uh, See, now, now, my father like that would uh, would have told us, you know, you think that hurts, wait till you get well, home. Well, yeah, there was a little bit of that too, but. <laughs> but but my the point the point I'm getting at is that like I said intellectually she knows what the right thing to do is and that she should get this shot but you know look the mind is a very powerful thing not in John's case but you know for most people yeah no a mind is a terrible thing uh <laughs> but so she knows this, but he's counting again, but she's also got years and years and generations of, of horror stories, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, and, and I will tell you that a vast majority of that is true. Right. Right. As, as horrible as it, as it was and as horrible as it is to this day, it was true. Right. So it's not even like we're talking about made up boogeyman stories. These no, these things actually happened. Yeah. So well, I mean, they were doing the same. They were doing the same thing with inmates back at that time too. Right. 
Right. But then who give a crap about those guys? Well, that's that's a different story. That's a different. Exactly. I I mean I can I can debate that all day long, but uh, look, I get her point. I see her point. Yeah. Point. I'm not saying I uh, 100% agree with it, but I don't have the basis. I don't have the experience to say, well, here's how I dealt with it, because I didn't have to deal with it. No, but now here's, here's, here's my thing. Okay, now we all three of us are old enough to remember the uh, smallpox vaccinations when you're in school, the TB vaccinations, sure. and, and, and all of those things. And if I'm, if I'm wrong, correct me, but wasn't that a federal mandate to get those? Mostly. Uh, you know, it's funny you should mention it. I was at, I, I, I probably was. I don't remember uh, because I'm not nearly as old as you. Uh, but I was. At, me. I will if you, for the right <laughs> price. <laughs> so anyway, I'm at, I'm at CVS the other day at the pharmacy to pick up, pick up my drugs. I get them in the back around the corner. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and as I'm finishing up, the young, the pleasant young lady behind the counter says, don't forget, uh, we're given free shingle shots. I said, really? There I you said, go. And I was under the impression that if you had had chicken pox as a kid, you weren't going to get the shingles. And the pharmacist... Actually, I think it's, I think it's the other way around. I'm well, at. that's what I'm getting to, is that the uh, the pharmacist, you know, she brought me over the, to, to the cons consultation window and we chatted about this for a second. And she said, no, it's the other way around. You you most definitely can get the shingles. And, uh, you know, and she we, we had a nice little chat for about five minutes. And, you know, I said, look, I had everything when I was a kid. Mumps, measles, German measles, regular measles, the Swiss measles, whatever they had. I got it, you know, amongst chicken pox. So, yeah, if you had the chicken pox, you, you... Now, my mother had shingles. Oh, boy, that was a horror show. That was a I, horror My sister show. gets it every now and then, so I know the feeling. Yeah, so, so I, you know, I'm considering it. Um, uh, but I, why did I get off on this track? God what, only knows. What? What's that, John? Are you taking... John's keeping the minutes. Question. I think John's taking a nap. Oh, I thought he was taking the minutes. Well, I mean, anybody can... <laughs> a nap actually sounds pretty good right about now. Thank you very much. Well, you're not contributing to the show. I mean, the... <laughs> and Bill, and well, it's not... Well, and and I, I do I got another question for you guys. Um... And I, I mean this in all sincerity and kindness. What you lazy bastards take last week off for? Whoa, whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, first off, you want to correct that, sec that last word to the singular. Why did the lazy bastard take off? Because this... Oh, so was it just Johnny? No, this inconsiderate piece of garbage sat here and pieced together, cobbled together an Independence Day program celebrating American music with... Oh, my God. What does he think? He's Casey Kasem? Yes, that's exactly what I did. And I had Independence Day trivia and all that. I produced the show for last week because he told me at the last minute, I'm going to Kansas City. 
to watch my twins get their asses, their collective asses beat. So don't you, you guys. It's him guy. Him guy. All right. Okay. I, I retract my statement. Now continue, <laughs> continue abusing him over last week. Go ahead. <laughs> That's not hard to do. Well, go ahead. I want to hear it now. Okay. So in all, so in all those years, when you were the chief cook and bottle washer of uh, Wichita area mobile service, uh-huh. uh, did you uh, did you ever work Fourth of July weekend ever? Actually. Actually, do do you remember the day we had to work on Thanksgiving? Wait a so second. So don't get started. I've worked on Christmas. I've worked on the 4th of July. I've worked on every one of them damn days. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bill, stand by. John, we're not talking about whether or not we decided to do a show on the actual <laughs> 4th of July. I, I several times said maybe we shouldn't do a show. And I was told, no, 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 we're doing a show without question. Who was it that bailed at the last minute, John? John? Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Bill, go after him for that. It's not about well, working on the I, Well, here's the problem, Ed. I've seen it before. Well, I'm not what surprised. What are you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? Not surprised. What you talking about, Willis? Don't you get started with me. All right. You know, you know, look, look, Bill, this is the way he's going to be. I John, well, here, I, I, I got to say one more thing to John. There's only one other person that would get away with the things that he's gotten away with, and that would be Mike Leonard. I don't know who that is. No. And you really don't <laughs> want to, so there's that. <laughs> well, by the way, well, by the way, Bill, and for everybody else, I, I forgot to put it up there last week, but... But last week's celebration of America on the taxi stand hour will be available on SoundCloud later today. I, I failed to put it that's, that's in there. All right. It's two hours of music. And by, by the way, there's, uh, as, as we said earlier in the program, we are experts at killing time on this station. So we've got some really long cuts of some really obscure music. Like I, Inagata DeVita? No, 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 no. But I played something that certainly sounds American. Now you're you're all oh, fami- okay. you're all familiar with the Family Feud theme, aren't you? Well, of course. Yes. Okay. Did you know there's an eight and a half minute long version of that? Dear God. Yeah, tune in, you'll hear it. I got it right here. Eight and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually when you listen to it it's different versions you know they they play it with different instruments and it's da, da, da. well i would hope so it's very because it's such a catchy tune to begin with oh sure eight minutes of that i'd want to shoot myself you'd be surprised i thought i wanted to shoot myself well not for that but that one yeah, that's, that's pretty good it's actually pretty good and uh, i think you'll enjoy it alice's restaurant Another 18 minutes. Oh, of- I would sooner sooner eat hemlock than listen to that. You're both talking, and none of it came across. John? I said I would sooner eat hemlock than listen to Alice's restaurant. Okay, well, we'll we'll, we'll call Uber Eats and get, get some over to you. John, what were you saying? I just going to say, I just about puked as I was listening to that on, oh, on my Oh, stop. You, you would when never... 
freaking here's song. here's one time here's one time ed i gotta agree with john <laughs> it's, a, it's a time killer you can get- hey i you know i i i i gotta get a little mushy here uh i've known johnny for god knows how many years god bless him he's always been the butt of some jokes but I love the man to death. He's like a brother to me. So I got, you know, hey, for what it is, that's out there. Oh, fine. We, I, we, yeah. We're still having established. I, Go ahead, John. We still haven't established what? Well, Bill was about to rip you a new one for, for taking off 4th of July, and we never really got to that. <laughs> okay. I won't go too far with it because he did go to a baseball game. So, uh, I, yeah, you got to award him for that. No. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Come on, especially and in I Kansas enjoyed, City. And I enjoyed going to Kansas City so much that there's chances are pretty good when Granny Annie and the crew go to uh, Orlando, Florida in uh, early August. Uh, I might be going back down there again just by my oh dear lord maybe bill you can meet up with him there well nah me me and mickey don't get along mickey who the hell is mickey mickey mouse you big dummy not there you knucklehead i was talking about kansas city oh i thought he was talking about orlando he don't know what he's talking about granny granny annie and the crew are going to orlando I'm thinking about going back to Kansas City during that particular stretch of time, just for a weekend. Just to oh, well, if you go, you got to shout at me. I might meet you up there. See, okay, that could. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely keep that in my memory folder here. I'm still, I'm, I'm still working out the, you know, the costs and where I would stay because I'm, I'm not going to drive this time. I'm going to take a Jefferson Lines bus. For for $30 more than it would cost me in gas and wear and tear on my old vehicle, Mm -hmm. I can let somebody else do the driving, take a nap in the the seats if I I want to. How about this for a bus company? Leave the driving to us. To us. That's great. What a novel... That's you know, impressive. You should, you should, you should, you should copyright that. You know, I drove for Greyhound for two years. Uh, why that doesn't surprise me? <laughs> There's a story. One day we'll take the whole show and we'll talk about my uh, my Greyhound experiences. That was that uh, could happen. That was an eye opener. Let me tell you. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, you know what? My old lady's coming home. If I don't get off the phone, I'm gonna get beat. So. <laughs> I want pictures. Oh, just leave the phone off the. Just leave it running. Yes. Yeah, you, yeah, I would love to hear that. I'm not getting an ass whooping to let you guys hear it. So, you guys oh. finish this show up. Oh, have a good week, oh, and I'll scream at you later. All right, Bill, you take All care right. of yourself, pal. All right, see you, bye. See ya, Bill. Hold on, he's gone. I'm gonna, I'll touch bases with him here about. Uh, Possibly uh, hooking up with him. Uh, that be something. Down. Well, you know, it's it's about the halfway point. Uh, that's what I figured. Kansas City about halfway between Wichita Falls and the Twin Cities. So and that's that's why Wichita I brought it up. Falls is in the northern 
the northern part of Texas. It's only about 20 miles away from the And I was thinking, border. I was thinking you two can huddle up in a motel room and uh, do the show. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Still haven't decided. It's, it's really going to depend on, A, if I want to carry a laptop with me amongst all you know i'm not going to have that much luggage i will bring my cpap which yes we will talk you said something about wanting to have talk about your latest adventures with uh well we've only got a few minutes so well let's talk about but, cpap uh, let's talk about what cpap cpap okay well as you folks may or may not know i've had my cpap now for oh goodness three weeks now and I got a call from them last week, uh, which was helpful because I learned about a control that I was unaware of. Um, actually, they called me Thursday night, Thursday, Thursday afternoon, I should say. And I found out that I, because I kept, I was waking up and my mouth was just dry. It was desert dry. It was if you've ever had surgery and you wake up. Uh, because the uh, the propopol that they use to put you to sleep, it just dries you out. And so the young lady I spoke to explained to me how to adjust the humidity and raise it so that she told me where to set it. Okay, I did it Friday, Thursday night? Friday night. Thursday I set it to a four- uh, Friday, I set it to a five and I woke up set. It was the first time since I've had the machine that I slept straight through the night. Uh, it didn't wake me up. The seal was ideal. I had no problems with it Friday night. Uh, and then, uh, I, I, last night I raised it to a six and I was up and down all night. Uh, but waking up, oh no, I had it on the five. I had it on the five and I woke up dry as a, dry as a desert. So it's, I'm having trouble with the machine. I mean, I put it on, it starts up, it's quiet. It's falling asleep is not a problem, but then the seal starts to break. It's, there's a seal that goes around my mouth and it, it's, it's flexible and it, at first it always it adheres nicely and then when you can hear it there's a problem uh so i'll start hearing it so we're still in the uh getting used to it phase i i put it this way with the exception of friday night i'm getting less sleep than i did without it well that's i i feel you know and i'm being serious here, I feel sorry for you for going through that. Um, Me too. I first off, you have a kind of mask I'd never heard of, where all it does is cover your mouth. I've and uh, never and, heard of before. And by the way, young Bill, yes, there's water in it every night. Distilled water. I fill it up. So, uh, Bill is. I thought you had to go get beaten by your wife or something. Go, go away. Uh, <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta tell you I mean yeah the one I, I understand what you're saying about that I until this day actually get a case of dry mouth when I wake up 
I, I, I do get that. Now, a lot of times what I'll do is, I mean, I'm sure you have to wake up at least once in, in the middle of the night and use the, use the usually. boy, right? Usually. Although, again, Friday night, I slept eight straight hours. I haven't done that in a good long time. Now, what I generally do if I have to get up, go to the bathroom, I, I play, uh, you know, out with the bad, in with the good. I'll take a take a nice little drink of water oh, afterwards. Yeah. That takes care of the dry mouth, and usually yeah. takes care of the dry mouth. And with, you know, waking up, I'm I'm good in the morning. I to tell you the truth, I don't know how much it would affect would affect you. I would try to get a full face mask as opposed to a. Uh, as opposed to just the mouth mask. And well, I'll tell you why. Getting yourself used to breathing through your nose while you're sleeping is 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 huge. Well, uh, let me stop you right there. The, the mask I have, it covers just under the nose and around the mouth. Now, there are two openings there for the air to come up into my nose. Uh-huh. Uh, this particular machine only comes with either a nose one or the mouth. It doesn't... Now, I do happen to have a full mask that I was given from the uh, the sleep study place. They gave it to me on the way out the door, kind of like a parting gift. I haven't used it yet. Uh, I'm getting close to giving it a shot. Uh, I think it's compatible with this machine. I think. I haven't really gotten that deep. But they got to send me supplies, too. I'm running out of filters and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, I'm doing my best. It's not uncomfortable to sleep with. Uh, that, because the way mine is, the hose plugs into the top, and that's made of a very flexible tubing. Okay? And so there's, even if you lay on one side, there's the air can get in one way or the other. So the whole, it, it, it's very comfortable. It's not uncomfortable. The heads, uh, the the apparatus and all that. It, that's not the issue. You, the, the hose is plenty of length of hose and and all that. But just I, I, for some reason, it keeps waking, you know, the dry mouth is the problem. I'm going to try to go up another, another notch tonight and see what happens. I And yes, Bill, I fill it up with water all the damn, every night distilled water uh yeah yeah ouch one of the reasons to have a one of the reasons to have a CPAP to get to begin with is to train yourself to breathe through your nose while you're sleeping see right now what you're doing and that's part of the part of your problem is is when you go to sleep and you have that thing on your on your mouth what you're doing you're literally sleeping like this like that while that mask is on you that's really not doing you any good. You got to start training yourself. That's where having a full face mask or even just a nose uh, apparatus trains you to breathe through your nose. Because of where I'm at, they want me to have the mouth one. Okay, they, well. They have one that's just for the nose. Yeah. But they I mean, I'm no doctor. Listen, I apologize. I'm no doctor. All well, I know is, but, is I've had... You have experience I've had with this. Plus years of, of sleeping with right. CPAP and Look, um, when, John. When I was at when I was at the sleep test, okay, the sleep study. First, you know, you know how it goes. You go to sleep just like you, you know, you got a gazillion things attached to you. But the first thing they tried was was the nose only. 
and I went back to sleep for a couple hours, and that they didn't like what they were seeing. So they came in, they put the, the mouth one on only. And that got them where they wanted to be. So they were they were happy and content with that. So that's where we're going with it. Uh, yes, yes, Bill, I know. John only just put that up on the screen because you said he was 100% right. I'm not disagreeing with the man. I'm not disagreeing with him at all. I, I you, you know, you fat old bastards have been, you know, when you started, it was it was probably rabbit powered, you know. Yeah. Uh, first, the first one I had didn't you didn't have a water chamber, right? And and I appreciate the experience, and I appreciate what you're saying. That being said, I'm still trying to figure it out. I call I can call support when I need it. With the it's a nice machine. It's quiet. Uh, I mean, maybe I I could. Uh, uh, don't use one. Don't use one. What, Bill? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, then again, I don't think you do either. So, let but. me bust in. We got about two minutes here, as best I can understand. Yeah, we I, right? yeah we let me bust in here because there is one thing I want. I want to get off my chest, and I want to reiterate this from a post I put on Twitter a couple of days ago. You like wearing high heels? We get it. Yeah, whatever. Look, there is right now, of course, everybody everybody has seen it because people are riding it all, you know, oh, look at Minneapolis. It's run by a liberal mayor. It's run by a liberal city council, blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to go into Minneapolis anymore. You know, I, and somebody had the audacity to, uh, to say that people who don't want to admit that they're afraid to go into Minneapolis, uh, that they're just being politically correct. I, I I can't reiterate this enough. I am probably the one of the least politically correct people you'll ever meet. And to insinuate that I'm politically correct because I'm not afraid to go into any city, any area of any city, Stupid assholes. I work every day. I am in Minneapolis for at least part of the day, sometimes the majority of the day. And it doesn't matter if it's downtown Minneapolis, if it's north Minneapolis, south Minneapolis, uh, where they've had the issues over in the uptown area of Minneapolis. You know what? That is what these people who are doing this crap feed off of, is the fear of people going to these areas, go to these areas, go to concerts, go to ball games, go eat. They've got some great restaurants. Go into these cities. Don't be a fool and fall for this stuff that you can't go into these cities. So with all that said, for that guy over there, Ed Van I'm John Shannon, and I got money. See ya! Would you please stop? You talk too much.
listening. Oh, I heard every word you said, honey. Yes. Yes, dear. Oh, I agree. You're right. Yeah, you're always right, baby.